Hi, you're listening to the Build Your Digital Community Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Barkle, the co-founder and co-CEO of The Social Snippet, a social media agency focused on business owners growing their digital communities. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things digital community building so that you can grow your network and ultimately your business. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Build Your Digital Community. I'm your host, I'm Christina, and I'm excited to be here with my business partner, my little bestie. <laughs> we were just talking about how much easier our lives would be if we just spent every waking moment together. Um, yeah, and I'm sure there's not a lot of business partners that can say that. Business partners and life partners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the poor men in our lives. Um Anyway, I am so excited to have you today, and we're actually going to be talking about something that isn't about digital community, but Mm -hmm. still about community, which is exciting, and something Maria and I have been really leaning into lately is in-person events. Like, probably for the last year, we've gone pretty hard on in-person events, but especially lately, really trying to find ways to gather in person. Yeah, and it's been awesome. Mm. COVID was a lonely few years there, and... It's funny, I was like so immersed in the virtual world that to like now starting to break out of it and look at how magical these in-person events are, like it feels so good and it's just so different in person. Mm -hmm. Like such a different vibe. Well, let's talk about that because I think it's, there's lots of fear around it. Like, and, and not like from a COVID perspective by any means, but like, I think for a lot of folks, there's fear about like meeting new people and what that looks like and, and all of that. And I, I know even I'm pretty extroverted and I get nervous about it too. Like the first in-person thing we kind of did was, uh, an event in Collingwood when we went to 11 rooms. Oh yeah. 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 And we went to a Halloween party. In at Eleven Rooms in Collingwood, which is a lovely hotel over there, and we met a whole ton of people from a co-working space down there from the Foundry, and it turned out to be a really fruitful experience for our business. We ended up getting a lot of work from it, a lot of connections, people we still really connected with, even some of mm-hmm. our podcast guests, Jen Walker, Amanda Wilson, Jochi, like all women that we met kind of through that event, which we were so blessed by. Um, and I remember leaving and being like, "Whoa, that was so much more powerful." than a lot of the online stuff that we were doing, even though the online world's incredible and like we've made amazing connections online, but it's just kind of interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. I think there's just more in person. Like you can just get a sense of somebody more, you really learn about them and you can get that online, but the energy is just not there in the the same way that it is in person. And what I found at that that event we went to is like, it was like we became best friends with these people in a Mm -hmm. night. And I think Mm -hmm. that's just harder to do online. I feel like it's a little more forced online. It's a little more, it's harder to get the energy and the vibes. And when you're in person, you can like become really great friends with somebody in one night. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Totally. It's almost like, and this might be a crude example, but almost like when you're in university and you go to the bar and you're like out for drinks and then yeah. all of a sudden you randomly pick up like a friend in the like in the group and they're like part of the squad. In the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like your friend for life. Um, and they know like the most intimate details of your life. That's kind of how I feel even about our entrepreneur friends. Like uh, recently my husband, it was funny, we were having a conversation and I was talking about one of our friends, like Stacy or Steve or something. And Josh is like, those aren't your friends. Those are people that you work with. And I was like, actually, I talk to them more than most of my friends. Like, yeah. and, and like they know more about me than like most people. And so it's amazing how you can build these amazing relationships online. But also like when you have an in-person, really immersive experience, like it's pretty incredible, like what kind of relationships can be built there. And I think if you're wondering like what that could look like, 
look in your local community for something. Uh, it doesn't always need to be like, we were really blessed that we, we made some amazing investments. You know, we've been in the Bath Foundations Mastermind. Um, you know, I've been lucky enough to do Chris's, uh, Chris Hardy's Roundtable, like lots of Arizona uh, <laughs> traveling for us. Uh, we're going back next week actually for the Roundtable again and for Lori Harder's event, uh, which we're so excited about. But it doesn't always need to look like that. And I think the hard part about, you know, networking online is that we often think that's what it has to be. Mm. It has to be like this big, grandiose, like travel. But, you know, you probably have a chamber of commerce. Like, likely. You likely have a chamber of commerce. Or like have somewhere where you can start to meet other entrepreneurs or you can create the space you wish existed. Ooh, yes, mm. yes. And I think one thing that makes it like a little less scary and a little easier, and this is something I felt, even though we were scared when we went to that, mm -hmm. that Collingwood party. Scared. A little, a little, <laughs> like, like nervous. Intimidated. In, yeah, yeah, intimidated. <laughs> um, if you find, like, look at who's hosting these events and like what type of environment it is. And we knew like the person that was running it was just such a kind person who was really community focused, just wanted to bring people together. like you know when that type of person is running an event, the people that are coming are gonna be so like welcoming yeah. and they were all so kind. And um, it, it, even with like a chamber of commerce, the spirit of mm -hmm. that is like bringing entrepreneurs together, lifting the community up. Like that's such a great place to get involved and it makes it a little less scary because it's like designed for good people to lift each other up. Mm -hmm. And I've seen some, a few things that have been really interesting about, about this like online and in-person spaces that I think people are, are becoming wiser to the fact that in-person relationships are so crucial. Mm -hmm. And so they're creating spaces free or otherwise where people can network and they can connect and they can like grow these businesses. So um, like even for example, I, I know of a local woman who runs a social media agency and she like rents out a coffee shop on a Wednesday morning once a month. And like all these people come, I haven't had a chance to go, but like that's awesome. Or like coffee chats online where mm -hmm. people are holding these like networking calls where you know, you put in your Instagram handle and people are connecting with you. Like I've made amazing connections from those types of calls. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really pay to be part of it other than in my time. So mm -hmm. it's really amazing that like you can actually do these things and really connect with people in that way. Yeah. It's so cool. It's really, really cool. And like we love the coffee chats. We've done so many of those and even like those big zoom calls where everybody's kind of introducing themselves. Those have been really great. And I just feel like in person takes that to the next level. Mm -hmm. It's like that, but also super organic and natural. And you might overhear a conversation and then you go over to that conversation you can kind of like bump around the room. And I like the flow that the in-person gives because I find online it's hard. Like if you're in a group, you can't really like pull someone aside to have a one-on-one -on -one or like, you know, it's hard to have like little groups and different things going on that you can kind of bounce around between. Um, but I, I just love the in-person for that and the connections that like find each other in the room is just really, really cool. And people like, of course, in every room, there are going to be people you gravitate to more mm -hmm. than others. And I just find in person, that's really easy to like kind of connect immediately with people. And then, um, yeah, just. I love the like bouncing around the room. That was just something I found so cool at, at our last dinner that we hosted. Mm. Well, actually, let's talk about that. So yeah. something that has been kind of close to Maria and I lately, and I think that actually really stemmed from a lot of our work with Alex Street. And um, if I'll link this in the show notes as well. We did an, an episode with Alex. Um, I don't, actually, it was just me right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to be on his podcast soon, and I am going to be there. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, we'll, we'll link that too when that comes out. But... 
essentially Maria and I, um, we worked with Alex Street, who's a story coach and, and he's a connection of ours through Fast Foundations. And, and we love Alex, also a Canadian, um, have never seen him in Canada, but um, <laughs> only in the US. Um, I guess you've seen him in Canada at a photo shoot. But mm-hmm. um, so it's, it's funny because when we worked with Alex, something we really realized about ourselves was that, yes, we want to build community. Yes, we saw social media as like a means to do that. But what we actually saw like more than that was we saw our, our role as like building impact. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just about like us saying like, okay, you know, this is three posts a week and you know, you do these captions or, or whatever. It was really about the fact that why we love social media as a platform is because it can create such impactful relationships for people and bring people really close to their ideal client in ways that maybe another platform might not be able to. And so what was interesting about Alex was that we really saw that our purpose was community yeah, and impact. Like how do we create communities and create impact? And so after being at, Fast Foundations in Arizona in January, Chris talked a lot about how, like, the key to success, like, the people who are seeing success right now are the people who are able to rally people in person. Mm. And I thought that was really interesting because, you know, we haven't really tried, at that point, hadn't tried to do anything in person. Um, And I'm a manifesting generator, so I take quick action. I quickly emailed a restaurant that we work with in Toronto, Bologna. Um, I invited them, asked them if they would be interested in hosting us for a lunch. Uh, Sunday lunch they were we sold the 20 spots we had an um, incredible lunch like I even met with somebody today one of our clients who came and she was like I actually made a major move um after doing this and it was really impactful after being at this lunch because of the conversations and being in such high vibe energy so then we threw that loved it through a second one at the beginning of May it sold out um it was so incredible like I think it was 24 women yeah and it was just packed, um, so packed, but it's packed with value. Um, it was also incredible. Our friend Regina Lawrence, uh, she donated a breathwork membership for a month to everybody. So we're always looking for sponsors for these dinners if, if that feels aligned for you. But really, really cool, like, you know, conversations, relationships. I saw people booking each other for, like, <laughs> coffees and, like, booking each other to go visit each other. And, uh, like, it was just so incredible. So now we're doing another one. We did a brunch. It sold out in five days. It's completely full. I have three people who are, like, begging me for a seat. Um, I'm about to give up my own seat so that they could go. Um, but it was so impactful, right? And so... I just, I think about that a lot where it's like now we're going to continue doing this because it's been so amazing and now we're actually seeing like kind of spinoffs of our event happening, which is also really cool. Yeah. People are like, people who came to these events are now running their own versions, which is like awesome. But what that tells me is that people are looking for community and we didn't see what we wanted out there. So we created it ourselves. Totally. And if you have a vision for that, like if you're like, even if someone else is doing something similar and you want to be the host... Just do it. Like, this is cool. <laughs> it's super cool. And it's so funny. People are always asking me, like, oh, what happens at these dinners? Like, what type of stuff do you run? And, like, guys, there's, like, very little facilitation that happens from our end. Really, all we do is, like, get the space, get the awesome people, bring them together. There's, like, we maybe ask them one question. And it's just the magic of them, like, meeting each other, connecting, lifting each other up, solving, helping each other, like, solve their problems. At the last dinner, people were helping me solve my problems. Yes. Like, it was crazy. It's just so cool what happens when you create these spaces. And, like, Christina threw the first one together in, like, an evening. Little Manny Jen. She's, like, <laughs> a magician. But it doesn't have to be, like, so complicated or, or any of this stuff. And I think that's what a lot of people who came to our dinner saw. Like, wow, this is so magical. And, like, almost anyone can do it. Like, you can, you can put this together. 
A hundred percent. You know, okay, so I said this in my Instagram stories yesterday. I'm gonna say it again. It's the most controversial thing I've ever said. It's not that bad. Okay, you watched it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it wasn't re- controversial. You didn't react. I'm I sh- didn't think it was controversial. I'm shocked. <laughs> I think it's because I'm traumatized after the whole... Yeah. Yeah, you know, at the time I was... The told. incident that shall not be named. Yeah, you can, you can listen to previous episodes and find out all you need to know about this, but... The mental health and social media Yeah, episode. mental health and social media episode, go listen to it. Um, <laughs> but essentially, um, I listened to this podcast on the plane yesterday, and I'm not going to name who it was, I'll tell you later, um, but I'm not going <laughs> to name who it was, but um, it's a well-known person, like, one step away from us kind of thing. And they get hundreds of thousands of downloads on this podcast every month or every, every episode. So like, it's like, it's doing well. I'm happy for them. So I wanted to give it a shot because other people had said good things about it. And that's how I find all my good podcast records is I listen. And then, you know, if someone says I listen to this podcast and I love it, I'm Jenna Kutcher. I love this. I'll probably love it too. And that's a great way for you to find, uh, find it out. So maybe I'll do a podcast episode on podcasts I love. But, um, what was interesting about it was, um, this person, um, very evidently was working off a whiteboard and was coaching on a topic and it, it made no sense because they were coaching off a whiteboard. So then I was like, Oh, this must be a YouTube video that they've turned into a podcast. Can't find the YouTube video anymore. I'm like, okay. I'm like, is there a PDF? There's no PDF. There's no show notes. I'm like, this is a massive waste of my time. And like someone would be talking and they'd be like, what's your question, Nick? And then it's like silence because they didn't catch the recording of the person. So you're no. like, it was just a mess. But this, like, that person still have, has fans, they still have super fans, they have people who pay them thousands of dollars every month to be in their orbit, right, like, and I'm not going to personally do that, but I'm saying be as confident as the man with this whiteboard, because <laughs> if this person thinks that that's okay, and to do when they have hundreds of thousands of people, like, listening, watching, like, having a little bit of confidence that, like, okay, like, I can run a dinner, and if five people come and I impact those five people, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need it to be, like, this huge thing where it's, like, 800 people in a room. Like, I always feel this, too, when we do something. I'm We're, we're new on YouTube, and I'm like, why do we only have 15 subscribers? Go subscribe to our channel. <laughs> but, like, why do Shameless we... plug. Please, <laughs> please go. Be number 16. <laughs> it's in the show notes. Um, but, like... I'm like, oh, but then I remember we all start somewhere. Of course. And so I think that's the same thing with like in-person events. It's like you can look at, I look at Marina Middleton, one of our besties, and she runs these bomb events. There's balloon arches. There's like (laughs) all these speakers and live podcast equipment. And she goes all out. She's excellent at what she does. And I can't let that excellence stop me from like my version of excellence right now. Right? Like... So good. Like, I just feel like... I'm like, just because I'm not, you know, getting the balloon arch ready or, like, you know, bringing in the guest speakers, like, she's... Her her events are incredible. Like, she's an incredible woman. And I am too, and so are you. But, like, that's just not our season right now. Mm -hmm. Not right now. Could be soon. That's not today. So, when we're putting on these dinners and 20 women want to come and talk to each other, that's incredible for me. Like, I'm just as happy with that as... And I feel those same emotions that I bet Marina feels when 50 people are in the room. Of course. Of course. And, like... You don't get to where she is without doing the smaller steps first. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. even if you look at us right now, it's like, oh, I don't know. People think <laughs> when they look at our Instagram, they're always <laughs> like, wow, you're doing so many cool things. And wow, like, this is so cool. And I'm like, yeah, but like, you should have seen every day of the past two years, you know, like we showed up every day, one thing at a time, one problem at a time. And it's like, you have to go through, not go through, but yeah. you have to like, you have to start somewhere and you don't start with hundred percent event and balloon arches and doing pod live podcast recording. And like, that doesn't just happen out of nowhere. You mm-hmm. have to like 
build towards that. Mm -hmm. And I think people can sometimes write that off like, oh, I could never do that. And it's like, you couldn't do that with your current knowledge and skill set and experience, but you can do smaller things that can get you there. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be zero to a hundred. And these things we're doing are awesome. And like, we're just trying it and it's working and it's just super cool. And like, I'm, I know there's going to be so much more that comes from it and we're going to build on it with what we're learning now. Mm-hmm. But part of the, the way to get there is like do these smaller things, get the feedback from these people. What do they like about it? What do they not like? Like people were making requests at the last one. Yeah. Like we want a, we want a full day. And we're like, okay. <laughs> we want a balloon arch. <laughs> I feel like if Marina was there, she might request a balloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She could hook us up. <laughs> but it's funny because I think, I totally agree. And I think there's a few things that you could do to maybe soften the blow on something early on. Like, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that I love is trying to find like a really aligned partnerships. So for us, like the first one wasn't as, as much of a, like if one person came, which I knew was probably not going to happen because we've been doing so much audience building. But like one, if one person came to our first one, I wasn't going to be on the hook for 20 grand. Yeah. You know, it was like, okay, we chose an aligned partner that we love working with and that we want to provide support to and they support us back and that's awesome. Right. So it's stuff like that where I just feel there's a lot of alignment where like you could, you could do that. Like you could find somebody that is an aligned partner that you could collaborate with. Another thing too, is that if you're going to run an event, we didn't do this because we did this together, but you might want to do it with somebody who has a bigger audience than you mm-hmm. or ha- has good connections in your area. So, uh, you know, if you're saying, okay, I'm from Chicago and I know another person from Chicago and they've got, it's not about follower number, but they've got like a really good engaged community. Like if I was going to run an event in Boston, I would want to run it with Marina. So you want to find somebody that you could kind of collaborate with so that this way it's a little bit less of you having to own it yourself. Um, and also one of the things that I love doing, and we didn't do this with this, but we did this when we sold out our retreat last year, um, which was, we did like private invites to people and by telling people like, Hey, you know, I am really excited about you being here. And I think I sent out 12 invites and 10 people said yes. And then we were full. Right. So it's kind of the same thing where it's like, you're like, okay, I really want to like throw this dinner. There's 10 people. Like, can you name 10 people who would come? Yeah. I was just thinking that. Because even in our first dinner, there wasn't anyone there we didn't know. Mm-hmm. In our second dinner, a few people we didn't know. This third thing we're doing, lots of people we don't know. Yeah. Which is such a gift. That's so cool. Um, but if you can't name 10 people who are going to come to your event, you probably shouldn't be running an in-person event right now. And you, what we should actually be doing is spending time networking and building connections. Because we also did some of that. Yeah. Where we've attended other events, like we look for, out for local events that we go to. We're part of our chamber of commerce. Like we're doing, we're doing sometimes what feels like the most um, <laughs> in terms of networking. So try to think about who you would want there and send them a private invite. And don't be worried, and this might be controversial. I don't know, Maria, if you would disagree. So I'm just going to say it. But like, don't be worried too much about making money the first time. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry that much about that. Like if you're in it for, you know, you're not providing a significant, we, we don't provide a significant amount of value to these dinners. Like other than the fact we sell them and like organize them, but it's not like we're guest speakers or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. Do we make some money? Yes. But the first one, I was not like worried about, about it. Like I wasn't worried about making a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's a piece of it too, is that like, you know, it doesn't have to be like a highly, highly profitable endeavor right from the beginning if you just want to build some relationships. And it could just be like, hey, you, you invite four people out for dinner. Like, yeah, it doesn't, totally. it doesn't need to be a whole event. But again, you want to think about making sure that you get paid if you're putting in a ton of effort. 
Yeah, so many good nuggets there. I, I agree on the profitability thing, and I also think if you're, like, in it to make money, it's maybe not the best route to go down. Um, I Like, long-term, yes, yeah. but short-term, you have to, like I said, you have to build up to that. You're not just going to be, like, making millions on events on day one. Like, it's a sort of slow, at least for us, it's mm -hmm. been a bit of a slow burn, and we, we're going to continue to build it. Um, but what I was thinking as you were kind of saying the, the previous piece was you don't have to like dream in the dark and like mm. make this whole plan. And this would, would a hundred percent be my tendency, which is why I say it, which is also why I'm so blessed by Christina to like drag me out of the dark. <laughs> but my tendency would be like, make this whole perfect plan in the dark and like organize this whole dinner and book everything and buy everything and then like show it to the world. And then like maybe no one buys it or wants mm. it or whatever. Like if you, like you said, if you can't name 10 people that you think would come to this dinner, then you have that should be your first step before, you know, launching this whole thing. And so talk to people, like do people in your network want this? Do people in your area want this? Could you name 10 people that would come to this? And if not, like start building those connections and those people that would come to it. And then also if you find people that want to do it, partnering, like you said, with other people that can like bring in more people, it's all about like, honestly, word of mouth. Mm -hmm. Like these networking dinners, we did like one, I think we did one post. And then at the last one, I'm like, how did you find out about this? And they were like, oh, well, this person's coming and they're friends with that person yeah. and I'm friends with that person. And then they told me about it. And it's like this huge tra chain reaction that happens. Um, so once you start getting that momentum, it's really, really great. But at the beginning, you have to kind of generate that momentum on your own and you do have to put the work in. The people like don't necessarily just magically show up. Like you mm -hmm. kind of have to like nurture them a little bit and bring them in on that journey. Mm -hmm. And some of these things are earned with yeah. time, you know, and that's actually something that I think so hard. I, I met someone recently who said they wanted passive income and they're like not posting on any social media or on their website or anything. And I was like, how will you get this passive income? And they were like, well, I want to do a course. And I'm like, you need to earn selling that course. Like we know that better than anybody. Like you need to earn that. And so it's the same with this, where it's like, you know, the first few that we've done haven't been wildly profitable. Yes, like our expenses have been covered. Yes, like we're good, but they're not wildly profitable. But for us, it was a bit more than that. But you have no idea by hosting an event, like what is to come from that, that is profit long term. Yeah. Like that's something I've definitely noticed too, is that it helps you build your authority, right? Like when you, you get to be in that space of like hosting and, and kind of connecting with people. Um, we don't do a ton of social media talking like while we're there, like we might pour into somebody if they have questions, but like we're not, it's, we're not coming there with a slide deck or an Instagram like kind of thing. Like it's not a, that's not the reality of it. But what we do realize is that like those things, like if some, if you, they come to an event you're hosting and you make them feel loved and seen and heard and like you're generally a good human and all of that, people build trust with them. <laughs> yeah. So like we've gotten clients from those random places where we've gone to events, like even uh, we're laughing about this, but we went to a, a dinner for an award we were um, nominated for. And we were like, this is, I don't know how fruitful this is going to be really. Like, we don't think there was going to be much ROI, but we, we were like, this will be great for us to like, just like celebrate. And like, we were nominated for like best business of the year in our area. And we were like really proud of it. But like, it's turned into a ton of work from us. And like, it's been awesome. I'm just laughing because I'm like, perhaps the most expensive dinner of my life. <laughs> 
Um, I had a wedding, so I mean, um, not the most expensive dinner of my life, but you know, like it was so expensive, but like, but especially for a new business, right? Like, you know, but worth it. So worth it and meaningful. And like, we got to sit with awesome people that you stayed connected with. And yeah. then I really hit it off with a few people that far. And, um, <laughs> like it's turned into like three different working opportunities almost. Right. So yeah. that's cool. And like, so you know, what I'm going to say about events uh, to kind of wrap us up and, and maybe tomorrow will be the last word is just that like, you know, even if you, one, create it if you want to create it. B, find it if you need to find it. I just went from one to B. Um, <laughs> but um, the third point here is just that like going out, going all in, trying to make some of those connections with people goes a long way. And then following up with people. Like if you meet somebody, sending them an email. Everybody we met at that award ceremony I sent them an email after and connected with them on LinkedIn. I was like, so good to connect with you. Like, mm-hmm. here's some, like, if you ever need anything, let me know. And people have needed things, right? And while we were there, we weren't like, hi, we're a social media agency. Like, do you need social? Like, that's not really, like, the vibe that I hope we give across. Um, but we really just try to make people feel like, you know, we're good people and we want to pour into them. So, you know, finding those opportunities, I think, can be really important. And if you're nervous about it, go with a friend and go all in. Yeah. I was just thinking, go with a friend if you're nervous. I had Christina at my first one, so it helps a, a ton because uh, you always have that person to kind of go back to if, I don't know, if you're left out of a conversation or you feel nervous or you need like a little pep talk, it's really nice to just go in with that like comfort blanket. Um, so I think that's a really great way to go about it. And I would say like, if you're a business owner, you have to either get in one of these rooms or create one of these rooms. Mm-hmm. It will just pay back in so many ways in your life and in your business. And as entrepreneurs, like we go through a lot and it's really hard. And by surrounding yourself with other entrepreneurs that can like lift you up, remind you that you're in it together. Like it yeah. just does so much for like your mental health, your social health, like all areas, your business, like it just pays back in so many ways. So I think it's one of the best things you can do. I would encourage anybody to do it. If you're in the GTA or the Kitchener area, make sure to shoot us a DM so we can get you on what I'm hoping to start a wait list for the next one. Yeah. Our brunch is over a month away and already sold out. So would love to hopefully expand and create some bigger rooms so that we can fit more people in. But would love, if you're a listener, would love to have you attend one of these events. So make sure to shoot us a DM and we'll get you on the list for those. Yeah, love it. Well, Mara, thanks so much for being here. And we'll let, let you know you folks know about future events that come out. Maybe we'll add that in as like a little ad for the future for, for some future podcasts. But I'm just grateful to you uh, and so excited for future events. Like I know that um, we have a trip to Arizona together next week and I'm going to Collingwood a few weeks later. And then, yeah, we always have something kind of brewing and on the go. So grateful to do it with you. So happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening, everyone. And don't forget to keep building your digital or in-person community. Woo! Thanks so much for listening to the Build Your Digital Community podcast. If you loved the episode, please don't forget to rate us and leave us a review. Now, we'd love for you to be a part of our digital community. Text JOIN to 855-908-4688 to join our text list for exclusive social media tips, or DM us on Instagram at The Social Snippet, letting us know what you loved about the episode. Keep on building community, and to this, and so, so much more.